All right, I'm going to be going over the club updates to the PSA club, Canis Fortis Sport Club. So I made a post on this on the Facebook group, Canis Fortis Sport Club. And I'm going to now explain all the updates I made so that you can hear uh, me talking about it uh, versus just seeing the post. Because I know seeing the post, it makes me sound like a giant asshole. Um, like a complete douchebag. But I think I, as I explain it, you'll be able to sort of see my reasoning and I can give you more detail as to why I made those updates on the club. So the club is growing. It is gone from you know a bunch of dogs that we were aiming to get something on to now we have an, a bunch of really nice dogs we have a bunch of really nice committed members and over the years we've gotten we've gotten rid of the riffraff we've gotten rid of people that are not committed we've gotten rid of uh shit talkers mostly um you know we've gotten rid of uh dogs that really didn't have the aptitude to make it past the PDC and the aim of the club is to do that is to work with committed people it is to work with dogs that we know are worth the time and the effort that we put our bodies into. So for this reason, as the club evolves, as the club grows, as more and more nice dogs keep coming into our club, we had to make these changes. These changes had to be made for the sake of all these nice dogs, for the sake of the committed members, for you guys. So... um I'm going to be going over all of those things on the post. So the club dues. The club dues are changing. They're now going on a quarterly basis versus month by month. The month by month month by month wasn't really an issue, but the quarterly the quarterly dues make more sense. It puts more skin in the game. It puts a little bit more commitment and it makes it harder for for us to go, you know what, I think I'm going to take this month off. Because a little bit of, I'm going to take this month off, I might take next month off, it starts to sort of encourage a little bit of lack of commitment, which is not what we want. If you, you know, if you wanted to go, I'm going to take this, you know, this quarter off, I'm going to take this month off, and the payments are due for the quarterly fee, uh, then that's fine. You can do that, but there's no guarantee that your spot's going to be available, okay? If you take a quarter off, we might give that quarter to somebody else and we'll go from there. Again, this is to foster that commitment that we're all putting into it. And some of this maybe doesn't make sense to every single one of you. I've ran this club. I started this club to, we had like, you know, I was the only decoy uh, you know, we had like maybe a couple of dogs that were that that were very green, and then we gradually progressed this. So I've seen a lot of members come and go. I've seen a lot of dogs come and go. So trust me, some of this stuff makes sense from my perspective. From my perspective, even if it doesn't make a whole lot of sense from you guys, but we want to do this so that we're all committed. And the way we're gonna foster this is just quarterly fees. There's also been a reduction in price. I know I gave you the amount on the on the Facebook on that post, and you might go, "Wow, that seems like it's more." 
but it's actually a reduction in price. Um, you know, it's it's just that now you're seeing a quarterly fee versus a monthly fee, but it's now less. Even if you had two dogs, it's still less. Um, I wanted to make it so that it was a little bit less because things are changing. I, I don't want any of you guys to feel like this is a service. I don't want it to feel like, you know, like you paid your money and, and now you're here to get the absolute best out of everybody. That's not the way it is. The club fees are going back to the club. You know, I'm not taking a vacation with with the club dues. You know, it is going to the carport. It is it is going to the to the bite table. It is going to the trial. It is going to the equipment. Uh, it is going to the insurance. You know, I am carrying the risk here. It is going to all of those things related to the club. I'm not buying ice cream with the club dues. So for that to foster commitment again we're gonna do this on a quarterly basis instead of you know month by month or dropping by dropping we're not doing that anymore uh the other thing the other update is going to be club dog criteria so like i said a moment ago i don't want to work with i just want to get a pdc dog okay i don't want to work with I want to see if I can get a PDC or, or I'm going to get a PDC so that I can have something for my dog. We're not doing that. You can uh, you, know, you can do that somewhere else. <clears throat> and again, the reason I'm doing this, it's for you guys. It's for every club member because the club member that's in it for the long haul, the club member that's in it for the threes, that is aiming for the twos, it's not fair for that club member to share the same block of time as the person who goes well i just want to see if i can get a pdc that's it it's not fair for that person right it's not fair for the decoys now we're putting a lot of work into it physically we're draining ourselves we're risking injury every time and we're very happy to do that i'm speaking on behalf of the other decoys too because i know that they love doing this they're, they're very helpful i can definitely say this for myself i love sacrificing my body for you guys, for the good dogs, for the good members. But I'm not going to do it for the I just want a PDC dog. Okay, it's not fair for the decoys. It's certainly not fair for the other members who are really in it for the long haul. So PSA 1 dog criteria. So this is something that obviously we're going to see on a case-by-case basis. If you give me a, a puppy... I, I can't tell you right away. Yeah, this is definitely a PSA three dog. Sometimes there's maturity involved. There is, you know, there's there are things that we're going to see as the dog progresses. So we're gonna make that call as the dog progresses. But once it's determined that your dog is gonna get ran off because it's a genetic thing, because it's a temperament issue, not a training issue. Okay, training issues we can address. Rust get run off by cans on a few occasions and it was a training issue definitely a temperament issue as well but it was addressed and now russ is doing really well with cans and we're on our way to getting the twos and it was also a matter of maturity as well so we're not just kicking your dogs out if you know if they show a little bit of uh a little bit of inadequacy with some aspect of training we're going to address those things as a training as a case-by-case basis but if it is determined your dog doesn't have the temperament to go into the into the level one and twos, then we don't want that dog. Again, it's not 
fair for the decoys. It's not fair for the club members. So we want dogs that can definitely surpass a PDC in terms of, in terms of temperament. Um, also, you know, we want handlers that are committed for the long haul. Uh, we don't want just dogs that, you know, oh, I, I just wanted to, to look, no, I just want a piece of paper, and then that's it. Again, we're not doing that. Okay, so that's the club, club dog criteria. Now, young dogs. <clears throat> this is one that, um, that I, I get a few questions from the club members, you know, afterwards. And this is one that I wanted to clarify here um, through this recording. And that is young dogs one year of age and younger, they have to stay with our club. The training, bite work-wise at least, obedience, you do whatever you got to do, okay? But bite work-wise, it has to be done during club only, I know this one probably sounds the weirdest, and if you're a handler, you probably don't understand. I'm going to explain it to you now. I have been working with dogs from other clubs and dogs that would, or teams that would just, you know, go from club to club to club and then rotate back to our club, or clubs that would work with me primarily and then go to another club for a couple of sessions. And it is almost inevitable. At some point, there's going to be some troubleshooting and some damage control that has to get done. It's just going to happen. This is not implying that I am the best trainer or it's not implying that I'm the only one who knows what I'm doing and everybody else around is garbage. That's not what, what it's implying at all. It's just that it has to be consistent. There has to be the same recipe for your dog's progress consistently. The first year of your dog's life is the most important. I have dealt with um, dogs that were worked during uh, teething, and they were not even worked properly during teething, and there was a lot of troubleshooting and a lot of damage control that had to be done as a result of that. I've worked with dogs that had one or two bad sessions when they were young, and then we had to do a lot of damage control as a result of that. Um, we've had dogs, you know, one of you guys had a dog that was worked by a very incompetent trainer slash decoy with heavy pressure with cans that set your dog so far back, okay, so far back that that might even be the reason why your dog did not make the cut afterwards. So I'm just not doing that anymore, okay? There's just, I, I can't control what you do with your dog with somebody else. So for that reason, I don't even want to deal with that, okay? Even if it's a club that is ran by somebody that I would trust with my dog, I've already had this conversation with them, by the way. So, you know, this isn't shit talking at all. I went to those people and I was like, hey, dude, so I, I made this post and this is what I'm talking about. And the reason is, is nothing against you. It's just that there has to be consistency with the young dogs. Okay, I'm not going to work your, young, your club's young dogs. Okay, I'm not going to do that. They have to follow your recipe. And I'm going to ask the same thing of my members. Okay. So it's not that I don't trust the other people. It's not that I don't trust your judgment. It's just that there is so much to lose 
when you have a bad session with a young dog. When you have a bad session with a with a seasoned dog, it's not a big deal. They're very forgiving. They bounce right back. When you have even one bad session with a very young, impressionable dog, that could set them up a lot. Okay, so I want to avoid that at all costs. I don't want to deal with that. You know, again, we're putting our bodies into this. So I don't want any of us to have to deal with that. So young dogs, you know, puppies all the way to about a year of age, they have to be worked at club only. That's it. If you want to work every once in a while, you're going to go to San Antonio and you're going to work with the club down there. You're going to go somewhere else and you're going to work with your buddy over there. Do that. But the moment you do that, you're not part of this club anymore. Not your dog, okay? Um, I'm sorry, sorry, not sorry, but I don't want to get involved with that because another thing that it does, inevitably, it leads to drama because here is what what will end up happening. You will go, I'm going to notice something is off with you, dog, because I've noticed it before. Dogs don't lie. They tell you the truth all the time. I'm like, something's different about your dog. What happened? And it's always come out, well, I took him to this place. All right, what'd you do? Well, we did this. And it turns into, why did you do that? Well, you know, they were trying to do that. They didn't know. Of course, they don't know. They don't know your dog that well, right? They don't work your dog regularly. So now it turns into a finger-pointing game. Well, he did that. Or, well, I don't know why he did that. And then that, again, fosters drama. I want to discourage that. So... I'm okay with you going to many of the wonderful clubs that we have here in Texas. Go to them. Um, With a seasoned dog, that's perfectly fine. I don't have a problem with that. Again, you can have a bad session with a seasoned dog and they'll be fine. With a young dog, you do that. Um, I'm going to find out because I I know. I always know. Okay, They always tell me. It always gets back to me. All the shit talking that's happened from some of of these ex-members, I've always found out about. To this day, I hear... This person is saying that. Okay, so um, I, I'm not I'm not saying that to to put drama into the post, but I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna find out if you're working your puppy somewhere else, and I'm okay with that. Just be transparent with me and tell me, and you can keep working them, keep working your puppy with that person, and then just bring your puppy back when it's you know about a year old, and and there'll be no hard feelings. Everything will be fine. But trust me, I'm doing this for your dog, and I'm doing this to not get involved with with drama. I, I don't want to have to point fingers and go, "Why did that person do that with your dog?" or have the other person go, "Well, I don't know why Will's having you do this." I just want consistency. So again, um, young dogs a year or, or, or under, okay, puppies up to a year, they have to stay with the club. Um, think about this. A lot of you guys train dogs for a living, okay? And some of you guys do group classes. Imagine if you had group classes every week with a client, with a set of clients. You have group classes every single week. And one week you train this, and the next week you train that. And they're following the same system every single week. But one of your clients tells you, hey, um, you know, this week I'm going to go to this franchise for this group class. You mind? Okay, and next week I'm going to go and I'm going to be in the area, so I'm going to go to this other trainer. And then uh, uh, next month I'm going to go to a uh, PetSmart um, group class. And then by the time they come back, you're going to see in your clients, you're going to see the dog is a little bit different. You're going to be like, what would you do? 
well, we did this, this, and that, and I did this at that club, at that facility, and we did this at that facility. Well, why'd you do that? Okay, so if it makes sense with the group class analogy, trust me, it makes a hundred percent sense with the protection club scenario. So, work your puppy, either you know, work your young dog either with us, um, and that's fine. Or if you want to work them on a different club, that is perfectly fine too. Just again, let me know, and bring your puppy, you know, later once it's a little bit older, and then then it'll be fine. Okay. So pick a club. All right, schedule. So the schedule is going to be the same as usual, Wednesday and and, uh, and Saturday for for the majority of the dogs. Well, not not the majority, but rather, but the uh, for for the dogs that are, have a PDC and above. Uh, and the reason for that is I'm not trying to cheat anybody out of sessions. It's not that I don't like the younger dogs. Uh, it's not that at all. It's just that the the PDC, training for a level one is a lot more complex than training for a PDC. Training for a level one, now we're we're incorporating surprise scenarios. We're incorporating a lot of different elements. Training for a level two, that takes more setup. Okay? So... Training for a level one and above, that requires more time. So when we have the same block of time for the dogs that are titling for the one and the twos, and we share that same block of time with the young dogs and the puppies, what ends up happening is, I've been noticing this, what ends up happening is everybody gets cheated out of their time. The advanced dogs, we have to rush them so that we can fit in the young dogs. And when when we're working the young dogs, it's like we have to rush the young dogs so that we could fit in the you know the dogs that are titling in the higher levels. That doesn't make sense. You know, this club is for PSA titling, so our help is gonna go to the dogs that are titling. The young dogs are gonna get one session per week. It's gonna be Saturdays, Saturday afternoons. And that's going to be so that we can focus all of our energy into the young dogs. You know, these are the puppies, the young dogs, and the dogs that don't have a PDC yet. Okay? Uh, that way we can focus on them and we can also focus on the dogs that are titling for the one and the two and above. Uh, that way we don't have to rush anybody. That's the reason. Also, that'll give us the time to really put eyes on and evaluate the young dogs okay this is how the the young dogs get to prove themselves before they they get their pdc and before we can say okay now you dog can really you know definitely prepare for the one and the two and above but in the meantime we got to keep the young dogs the puppies to one session a week and i was i know i know you're thinking well that's not fair it's only one you know one day out of the week i know clubs that are charging a hundred dollars a month for one meeting a week period. That's everybody. Okay? Uh, and I know another really good club that um, that the, the members that are trialing, they get all the sessions two months leading to a trial. And everybody else that is not trialing, they don't get to even uh, participate two months leading up to a trial. But they still have to show up to club, by the way. Okay, so I'm not asking for any of that. All I'm asking is for your patience. So young dogs, bring your young dogs to Saturdays, uh, afternoons. That way, you know, once a week, every week. And if you look at the at the club dues, 
that's a really still a really good deal per day. That's a really really good deal per session. So um, again, we have to do this to protect everybody. That way, we can really help you, and then we can really also help the the dogs that are a little bit more advanced. Uh, dog insurance is not a rule; it's not a requirement, but uh, we strongly recommend that you have insurance for your dogs. You're doing a contact sport. You're doing a contact sport. Your dog is your dog is sprinting and hitting a person at full speed. Now the the helper is doing the best they can. The helper is you know is definitely um, being safe, but bad things do happen. Okay, they've happened to rust. They've happened to some of your dogs. It's just inevitable. So it is strongly recommended that you get insurance for your dog. It's not even that expensive. Um, club insurance is for the club. It's not for your dog. It's not a policy that covers you or your dog. So don't ask if your dog, uh, you know, if, if your dog gets uh, a, a pulled muscle, if our club insurance is going to cover that. The club insurance is going to be because we carry the risk. If you decide to get ugly, the club insurance is going to cover our lawyers. Um, you have to be responsible for your dog 100%. So that's what that's for. Okay, remember, guys, these changes are for you. I'm not asking for more money, so don't think that you know that I'm doing this so that I can put more money in my pockets. I already told you where the money goes. Um, physical work. Th- this is definitely putting a lot of a higher demand on me, uh, on our schedule as well. So again, don't think of it that that I'm doing this for me. If anything, this is becoming more, I could say that this is becoming more and more of a hassle, but it's not because again, I'm doing this because I love the activity. I love the work and I want you guys to get the best out of it. And that's why we're having these changes. Uh, They're really only benefiting you guys. Now, if you don't see it that way, if you think that this is unfair, uh, if you don't think this is for you and you want to leave, hey, go for it. I'm perfectly okay with it because I got people uh, waiting in line for a spot. So if you feel like these changes are not for you, just let me know and we'll make an arrangement for someone else. And there'll be no hard feelings. It'll be perfectly fine. It'll be like, hey, this doesn't work out for me. And I'll be like, okay, handshake and good luck. And we'll be fine and we'll be cordial. Everything will be great. We'll still be friends. Okay, this is just a club thing. It's nothing personal. See you guys on the next meeting. And I also wanted to make this a podcast episode so that other people, if they were interested, this is the topic that does come up. So this is, if you're not part of our club, this is something that you know you could benefit from because I, I do get questions about club structure and stuff. Uh, some of these ideas I have gotten from other clubs. Um, so I'll see you guys in the next meeting.